0: Welcome to Being Eve. I'm your host, Casey Alexis, and this podcast is designed for the everyday woman who seeks to do more than just survive. You want to thrive. The goal is to inspire, empower, and encourage you as you find commonalities within my story and the stories of some extraordinary guests. Join me as we dive into this brand new episode. Hey there, ladies. Welcome back to Being Eve. Today is part two of my conversation with Dr. April Jones. So if you have not heard part one, I strongly suggest that you pause right now, head on over to part one, catch up on that episode, and then come back to part two. You will not regret it. So without further ado, let's jump right in to part two of this episode. Now with Mm -hmm. everything that we got going now... (laughs) We're, mm-hmm. You know, we're we're instead of learning from our past, we're we're tearing it down, right? We're trying to mm-hmm. erase it. Um, yes. we're not listening to each other. We're not learning from each other. Um, Mm-mm. and uh, we're sharing a message, but the message is divisive. What are your thoughts of right now? How, as a nation, as women, moms, uh, what can we do? What what part can we take in? doing our part as christians as believers
1: i you know i'm definitely brokenhearted Mm -hmm. over you know what i see and and i even see christians um being divisive Mm -hmm. for just the sake of what they believe is maybe uh righting a wrong Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you know a wrong that that um you know like you say is, is part of history and i mm-hmm. i really believe like whether it's cancer whether it's someone whether it's something we've done to ourselves whether it's someone that hurt us um it's important to heal from the past but it's important to and it's important to uh, remember it mm-hmm. so that we cannot repeat it right um and and it's important not to live in it and I feel like we are um, by adding this divisiveness, no matter what the cause is, um, is that we're reintroducing um, we're reintroducing hurtful behavior into our society again. And I I think that it is. I feel like it, from my perspective, I think it could cause more harm than good. And and it really saddens me because I think that what we need to be doing is acknowledging that people are hurt from the past um, and moving forward together in love. God says, love your neighbor as you love yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think that we need to, anytime that we're just saying, you know, like, well, I hate you because you disagree with what I believe, or you're not empathetic to the fact that I hurt. Even when people, even when people hurt us on purpose today, not, not a million years, not a million years ago, but you know, not even in the past, if they hurt me today, Mm -hmm. there's a good chance that they're not even sorry, but I can't, I can't, live in that. I can't live in that hurt. It, it, God wants to heal us. And, and I have to remember there was a, there is a, um, I'll kind of give you some perspective on how I kind of got to feel this way. Um, you know, like I say, everyone has different kinds of diversity. I mean, um, adversity Mm -hmm. cancer was one of my biggest, but, um, you know, there's all kinds, uh, you know, just unexpected, uh, unexpected things where people come against you when you don't even understand why, Mm -hmm. you know, you try to go about your life in love and and you're still going to be fought in some aspect or another because Satan doesn't like it when we're trying to do good things. So I went to a meeting here. It was like a women's circle kind of thing, a prayer group. Um, and the, um, the lady who was like the uh, the head of the group that was um, of the ministry, her name was Sibby Riffer, And she is just so amazing. Just a mm-hmm. wonderful spiritual sister. And her message really shook me the day that I was there. Mm-hmm. And she said, if you think about where we want to be and we want to be close to Jesus. And we say as all Christians, I want to be as close to Jesus as I can get. Right. And we can't understand why aren't we tapping in? Why aren't good things happening? Why is the world still so bad? And she said, but what you don't see, like you, you see Jesus, but what you don't see is all the layers between. And that could be resentment. That could be jealousy. It could be old hurt. It could be um, just feeling like, okay, well, I've forgiven, but I haven't forgotten. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I've forgotten, but I haven't forgiven. And I think what we have to do is, she said, we have to say you don't owe me you don't owe me anything I, you don't owe me an apology you don't owe me um, any any um, repair you can't there's not anything you can do for me because I, my healing comes from Jesus my heart healing comes from Jesus and I'm gonna forgive you and I'm gonna love you anyways now that doesn't mean I have to let you back into my inner circle so that you can hurt me again but I'm going to look, I can look you in the face. I can see you in my mind and say, you don't owe me anything. And that was a huge humbling that I had to go through when I heard that. And, and Satan has attacked me, you know, through family and other situation Mm -hmm. over the rest of that year. I needed that message then. And I believe we need it as a country. We have to really say we're ready to move forward and, and move forward in a way that we're looking to Jesus and we're holding hands. And I, I hope that we can, we can come to that point. I mean, my husband has been in law enforcement for 21 years mm-hmm. and, um, and there was a time where there were, you know, there was disruption in the country years ago and there were people that used to work for me that unfriended me and that hurt me just because I was married to a police officer. Right. And that hurt me so badly because I, I loved them, and I felt like I was a good mentor, and I was always there, and um, and I think that um, we have to remember that everyone is looking at the world through their own lenses, and we just have to pray that we can see it through Jesus's. Mm. That is an unpopular truth
0: right there, April. <laughs> it is so mm-hmm. unpopular, and you know what? It's the truth though it's the truth and I have to agree with everything that you said I I graduated with a a degree in history and it's so important to know your past but it's more important not to live there Mm -hmm. um, and truly learn from it grow from it and move forward but with the Christ factor in it is knowing trusting and believing God enough that you just as you said no one owes me anything. And that's a mm-hmm. level of forgiveness that only Christ can give to the yes. point where You can look at anyone who hurts you, whether it is a Judas or a Peter and say, you know what? You don't owe me anything. The trial, the tribulation, the hurt, the pain, God is going to use it for, he's going to take it and use it for my good. However it's going to play out, he's going to use it and you don't have to give me Anything. As a matter of fact, I don't want anything because God is the provider of all of my needs according yes. to his riches and his glory. And mm-hmm. I think that that is the biggest piece that we're missing in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. One way is the world don't, doesn't know Christ, right? And it's our mm-hmm. job as believers to present that message that says, you know what, what you're looking for, you're never going to get from the hands of man. You're never no. going to get a sincere, I'm sorry. You're never going to get there because they could say that one day and then the next day smack you on the other cheek. Right? Yes, so yes. It. It's so important that we know that mm-hmm. our hope comes from God, that w- the kingdom that we're looking for, uh, for true equality, for true peace, for true love and joy, and, mm-hmm. it only is going to come in, from the kingdom of heaven. It's never going yes. to come from the world. And it's so important for us as believers to remember that and for mm-hmm. the kingdom to be our primary message, that message of salvation and who we are in Christ and what Christ came to give, be what we offer to people because they're not going to get what they're looking for from anybody, not even legislation, because the heart of man is, the Bible said is wicked. It thinks of wickedness continuously is the Christ factor that makes Mm -hmm. us even any good in us, right? Like it's the Christ factor that convicts us when we think of doing evil is the Christ factor that makes us want to do good when in our hearts there may be bad there so we truly have to understand the kingdom mm-hmm. message and I think we've mm-hmm. walked away from it and we really mm-hmm. have to get back to it
1: and you know some people will criticize that you know well the bible also says you know if y- what it what I forget the verse exactly but the about you know if you're if you're slapped on the face by your neighbor, like you just turn the other cheek and you allow it, the hurt over and over. And I, and I think that the point is not that we're supposed to put ourselves to be victims, but I think that the point that God was trying to make was is that we are capable of forgiving over and over right. because Christ is in us. And I think that if you if you, if you come about it in that way right. um, and we even pray for our enemies to me, that is the only way if you're, if your enemy is won over to Christ and you're the same and you are then, a it is then a brother or a sister, then, you know, if someone who hated you and now they're going to love you, that's where real repair takes place. Right.
0: Absolutely. I love it. All right. Did you have anything else that you wanted to share
1: about? No mess, no mess. You know, I, I think that I just want to share, you know, it, just because it's, it's a story about, um, you know, different things that have happened in my life that you may or may not can relate to. Mm. Um, I, I think that in reminding yourself that everyone deals with different kinds of adversity, right? Every, we all mm. have challenges and we all have hurts and, um, You know, and even there's some people that are put in our lives just for a season to help us through some of those struggles. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that if you're going through something difficult and you do feel compelled to really isolate yourself because you feel like other people can't understand, you know, I just want to say that opening yourself up a little bit can really be so helpful, Mm. you know, whether it's just letting someone else pray for you or do the little things. Honestly, like it was the little things that I remember the most, you know, when Tyler was going Mm -hmm. through cancer, you know, like the ladies at the church that brought us dinner after a hard day at the hospital Mm. or crocheted Tyler a little hat when he was bald, you know, and Mm -hmm. going through chemo. And I think Mm -hmm. we forget sometimes, like we think, um, it has to be, something big, or it has to be like a meaningful conversation, or it has to be, you know, like, it's okay for them to feel sorry for you. Like you're dealing with something hard, you know, and the dynamic can be weird or awkward or whatever. And sometimes you just want normalcy when you're like dealing with something really, really hard. But, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, just take advantage of the of the little things because you'll appreciate them more than you know, whether, you know, and, and if people ask you, like, what can I do for you? Don't like, say, say, you know what, how would you like to do my laundry? Because I'm exhausted or how, you know, would you mind really picking up my click list at Kroger for me? Because mm-hmm. I need to really stay with the baby while he takes a nap. You know, like just, they really do want, if they ask you, they really genuinely want to help you, but they don't know how. So, you know, open yourself up just enough to let people do little things because, You know, you don't have to have a heartfelt conversation and they don't expect you to have to, but they will find they will get joy. They will have a blessing by being able to help you. And trust me, you're going to feel better that you let them. Um, I have a friend who um, wrote a book, Danita Brown, and she says in her book, um, her dad used to tell them it's it's about um, her book is about how um, being raised by a single dad, I think. I can't remember exactly what happened to her mom, but when her mom wasn't there anymore, um, the church would, for a long time, someone from their church would bring them a casserole every single Sunday. And the dad was like, you know, and kids are picky. And like sometimes it would be stuff maybe that they didn't really want to (laughs) eat. But the dad always said, always take the casserole, Danita. And it's because that it blesses others to be able to help you and be a blessing to you. And so they may be finding something, you know, it might be something that Jesus wants them to do. They may be compelled to to step outside of their self and not be selfish that day. And that might be a big step for them. So, mm. you know, it will be a blessing to them and it'll be a blessing to you. So I just, I just want to say like, we have to be vulnerable, right? We have to, yes. to get in a place to be vulnerable sometimes. And that's really hard when you're dealing with hard stuff because we get embarrassed, we get embarrassed and we get resentful that we're having a harder time than others, but we have to let our guard down a little bit.
0: I love that because that is so true. And again, I don't want to put all women in one bucket, but you know we do have the hardest time sometimes of just accepting help or being mm-hmm. vulnerable and saying, hey, you know what? I'm not super mom. I really do need help. And you are absolutely right. Accept it when it is given. And don't turn it away because of pride or trying to appear or look a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. So you can get your rest, get recharged, get refocused, and get whatever it is that you need to get. So yeah, I love that. Thank you for providing that uh, advice. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So now we are at the final question of the podcast, where I ask every guest this same question. Um, as you know, the figurehead of this podcast is Eve, the very first woman that walked the face of this created earth by the hands of God. So tell me one thing you can find in common with Eve's story.
1: I love it because Eve. I can relate to Eve in a lot of ways. Oh, um, nice. Okay. So one is that, you know, we, first of all, Eve thought she knew better than her man.
0: (laughs) We got it. (laughs) We got it.
1: and you know, and I and I will say, you know, I definitely, I definitely can, you you know, as a control freak, sometimes I definitely can get to where you know I feel like I know best, and mm. and um, of course Billy tries to throw the Bible at me too, like, uh, uh didn't the, Bi- the Bible say to submit to your husband <laughs> or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> right, um, right, right, right. He said as Christ would uh, you know, submit to the church, you know, that you know, this is not the same. So, you know, but it's true I have really learned this year that sometimes especially when I feel like I'm not sure that I'm I'm making the best decision or that I know exactly, you know, what to do or I'm projecting my feelings onto him. Right. Sometimes I just have to pray and step back and say, you know like God, just let me, let me be humble and, um, and let him lead me. But I ask mm. that you lead him so that, um, you know, they, and, and I pray for him continuously that God grow him and develop him and continue to fill him with love and, um, and guide him in, in the way that he would want him to go. Because if I am going to follow if I'm agreeing to follow then it I'm that is only going to work out if he's following God right we're playing follow the leader then the leader right. really has to be Christ right right um, I definitely learn from Eve in that because you know like she w- was listening to the wrong source she was listening to the snake and not the father. And, um, you know, so we have to be very sure that if we are going to try to lead, or we are going to try to convince that we're tapped into the right source, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: And the other thing that I would say is that she made a mistake and we all make mistakes. And I think that we have to, you know, they paid for their mistakes after that, you know, God, (laughs) Yes. They came off that pedestal of promise that they were on and he didn't shun them, but life got a heck of a lot harder. And I remind myself that, you know, we, you know, we have to be cautious and guarded against the enemy so that we're in, uh, in alignment with God's will. And when we do make a mistake and we will, then we really have to repent and, um, and ask God to, um, help us, you know, help us get back on track. Um so that you know we don't pay for it the rest of our life and generations and generations. You know, we really have to humble ourselves and repent. Um so I definitely can do that. Mm-hmm. Um that's so so good, April. So so good. Because a lot of times <laughs> we, you know,
0: as ladies, as married ladies, there are times mm-hmm. when you know our husbands can say and, and give us some really good advice that we may not, you know, agree with in that moment, but there are times mm-hmm. that, you know, we just have to say, okay, God, you know, you've called him to lead, and um, you mm-hmm. called me to be his help me, and I will mm-hmm. do that, and I pray that he is right, <laughs> and,
1: mm-hmm. uh, in the right
0: direction that he's hearing from you, absolutely, and I do believe that, if, in fact, Eve had at least checked in with her husband or, most importantly, went back to God and say, hey, God, you know, the the, the serpent is telling me this. You know, at least have gone back that it could have been mm-hmm. a different story. So, yes, you are absolutely right. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being You're a welcome. part of this movement, April. I appreciate your story and everything that you have provided thus far. Please tell the ladies where they can find you, where they can find your book. Um, and how they can get in contact with you.
1: Absolutely. My book is on, it's pretty much anywhere you can find a book. I have the uh, paperback copy. I've got the Kindle version, the Apple Mm -hmm. e-read. I've got an Audible and on Apple Books, there's an audio version, Target, Walmart, um, online. And then, um, but you can get a a signed copy from me on my website. It's uh, www.thedrifteddrum.com. And you'll also find a a free companion journal on there. If you go on and order my book, you can download the free companion journal. That kind of goes chapter by chapter to really help you dig in and um, to the word, to your feelings and why maybe you think about things the way that you do and how you can better heal from your pain. Um, And then my son, my cancer survivor, Mm -hmm. rock star, he actually has... um, and apparel line on there. Love it. And yes. And I have um a no mess, no message shirt as well and a social distancing from everyone but Jesus <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I love it. I'm on probably the best way to connect with me is um when you go onto my website, you can sign up for our newsletter, but you can connect to my inbox right there. And I'm on Instagram as live beautiful doctor mom. And um the drifted drum uh, pages on there, but it's more about uh, Tyler's shirts as well. I would like to ask a favor from all of our guests, sure. and that is to pray for each other and pray for our country. Amen. Yes, yeah. please. Amen. We all need to be in agreement. And I, I feel specifically that we need to pray that um, for conviction in all hearts. You know, the Bible, um, in the Bible, of David asked God Mm. to, to be a man after God's own heart and that he would reveal anything to him that was, uh, was wrong, anything to him that was not in line with God. Mm. And I, I just pray that, you know, conviction and salvation would sweep our nation and that we as Christians would know precisely what God would want us to do, what our message is supposed to be, and, and that we can can come together and share love and be unified in that, and that our country will, will, um, our land will heal. The Bible says he will heal our, our land. If there are some, you know, I heard, um, there's a, a girl that you shared, Casey, one of her videos, Carl Nita Hooks is her last name. Yes. And she shared about how, um, you know, Abraham really bargained with God over Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and God said, you know, he has, um, he has love. He's our father. He has love for us um, as Christians. And when, we, when Abraham asked him, like, would you spare the land if you found 50, if you found 40? Well, what if you found 30 mm-hmm. and he bargained with God? You know, and I think we all need to be asking God, heal our land and ha- and convict these hearts Amen. Um, so that we can be a nation under God again. Amen. And I um, I know that our nation has never been perfect, never, never. And there's so much hurt and there's so much blood that has been shed on this land. But just like you said, Casey, we, ha- we have to know what our history is, but we have to move forward to a new future after Christ, focused on God. Amen. Amen. Let's get back to the kingdom message. <laughs>
0: Let's get yes. back to the cross where all of that was paid for anyway. Right? I mean, that's uh-huh. the beauty of the cross is that Jesus took all of that. Every sin, everything that transpired that we can think of or imagine, that even that haven't even taken place yet, he's already paid for. So we just gotta get me- back to the message of the cross. And so I completely agree with you, April, and thank you for reminding us to do that, to get back into prayer, um, praying over our nation, for our president, for our vice president, for our senators, our leaders, our public officials, governors, mayors, city officials, every yes. last one that makes decisions, yes. that, um, that makes the laws, our police officers, to pray for yes. them as well. So, yes, this is definitely a call back to the heart of God Mm -hmm. where we all need to be. Thank you so much for spending time with me today, April. You're Um, welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Ladies, April's links will be in the show notes, so I'll be sure to add that for you all there. And make sure when you contact April, you let her know that Being Eve sent you. what do the biblical women Rahab Martha and the Shunammite have in common one had her own business another had her own home and the third had her own land they met the challenges of their times and they thrived if you'd like to learn more about the amazing women in in the Bible, and how they might give you a 21st century model for thriving, check out the Women's Ministry Certificate Program at BADisciple.com. That's right, B-E-A-D-I-S-C-I-P-L-E dot com. The session on Women in Scripture starts January 2021. Make sure you head over to the show notes to catch that link and tell them, Being Eve sent you. Well, ladies, thank you for tuning in. I hope this episode blessed you as much as it did me. Before we depart, a quick reminder to head on over to the show notes where you will find all the info to keep in contact with Being Eve and to learn more about our guests. Make sure to let them know Being Eve sent you. Last, but certainly not least, ladies, don't forget to review, share, and subscribe. This is your opportunity to let the whole world know where we gather for absolutely free. As always, ladies, please continue to love, live, and thrive without losing the authentic you.